Hello everyone and welcome back. Quick note before this week's episode, my audio quality sadly is not what it normally is because my microphone broke whilst we were recording this, so apologies in advance for the fact that it sounds like I'm talking from the bottom of a submarine, but luckily everything's been fixed and we'll be back to normal for next week, so thanks for understanding. Hello and welcome to Earth Calling. We're your hosts, Ed and Laszlo. Every week we bring you a fresh slice of online content, sorting through the likes, the memes, the Insta queens, the swipes, the scrolls, and the Twitter trolls. Together, we're laying down our 21st century digital legacy. So sit back, relax, and buckle in. This is Earth Calling. Welcome back everyone, it's great to be with you as always. Uh, this week Ed and I have chosen a slightly lesser known platform, sure, but please don't drop off yet. <laughs> don't, please. Uh, this platform is none other than Mumsnet, the resource for any budding parents or in fact fresh parents, parents who are kind of fresh off the old baby factory and need a bit of advice on, you know, how not to poison your child, etc. And as usual, I believe Ed has done a bit of digging into how Mumsnet came about. Yeah, exactly. So welcome back, everybody. And as Lazar says, this week we, we have gone rather niche, but I did think that there was something extremely charming about some of the content on this forum. And it's not, you know, many online forums are dedicated to obscure video games um, or kind of business. But this one is basically just new parents, particularly new mothers, trying to understand what the hell's going on. Because if you think about it, Picture yourself, Lazo, and you know, don't get too terrified. But imagine if you had just... Also, I, pr- I try not to go too detailed when I picture me apparently becoming a mother. But please continue. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's a bit like peeing a grape for a man. Oh, see, I've heard that. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to mm. get... Oh, that's yeah. just a real squeeze. Exactly. So <laughs> you've, just, you've, just, um, you've just done that. And you've brought life into the world. And there's an amazing sense of, I would imagine, joy, ecstasy, and sheer terror of what yes. you're meant to do with this bundle of joy. And but you're lucky if it's a bundle of joy. Well, I'm pretty sure most parents don't quite think the screaming, infernal being that just came out of their bodies is a bundle of joy. But yes. But less, less about your birthing experience, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can imagine you were right, terror. <laughs> you probably came out spouting poetry. Well, I, I came out very simply. I said, hello, hello, mother. Hello, mother. I, I would like to be called Laszlo, please. It's a Hungarian name by roots. Laszlo. Um, nice to meet you. Yeah, it's Beatrice, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Lovely to put a face to a name. Bit cramped in there, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even en suite, but I suppose I just went around me. Um, and here's uh, nine and a half months of rent. I'm sorry it's a bit late. <laughs> Anyway, it's it's a place where uh, particularly mothers, but all parents can ask each other questions about the realities of being a parent. And as we like to do on Earth Calling, we'll run through a brief founding story. So Mumsnet was created by a British woman called Justine Roberts, who came up with the idea of this website to help parents pool information and advice following a disastrous first family holiday with her one-year-old twins. 
Now, it's, the article doesn't go into the details of that family holiday, but it, it was probably... One-year-old twins. I'm kind of imagining The Shining, you know? Yeah. These, two, these, two, these two one-year-olds dressed in the same matching blue kind of cross-hatched outfits, standing at the end of a corridor with kind of blood leaking. Th- I, I, I think I've made up some details here on what actually happens in The Shining, but... Come play with us, Laszlo, forever and ever and ever. So she decided to start this website with a couple of close friends of hers, and Mumsnet, in fact, reached great heights, and it has been featured in various magazines. The CEO was named in Media Guardian's 2010 Power 100, and in fact, she was determined to be the seventh most powerful woman in the UK by Woman's Hour on BBC Radio 4. And so it's been a tremendous success. And today, I thought we could dive into some of the threads on this forum and some of their quirks and eccentricities. Now, the first thing, I don't know, Laszlo, and hopefully you've looked into it as well, but the first thing I noticed on browsing was that the mums of Mumsnet have a series of acronyms. And this is quite common in, in online forums, you know, for certain things that you talk about a lot, you would abbreviate so that you don't spend time typing out for fuck's sake, you would just write FFS. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and a very diplomatic way to end any online argument is a very simple STFU Done, done and dusted. You've, you've, you've vanquished your opponent. Exactly. And so Mumsnet has their own lexicon. And th- for the first part, I, I realized when looking through that they had this strange like alternate language where I would see things like walked into house and DS was sitting slobbily on sofa. And I thought, what what's DS? Or And DD was getting angry about doing her homework. And it turns out there's this whole new vocab that they have. So DD is darling daughter, and actually it's darling daughter, <laughs> DS, darling son, um, DH, darling husband, etc., etc. And I went onto the acronym finder, and they've defined all of their most commonly used terms. And Laszlo, I'm actually going to get you to guess what you think some of these are. Oh, okay. So we're familiar with okay. FFS, STFU, BRB, yes. TTYL. You probably remember these from your MSN messenger days. Um, I will start with what is perhaps the most commonly used or one of the most commonly used acronyms, which is AIBU, ABU. Do you have any idea what that might be? And it's, it's a question. So ABU. Is it Alan is behind you? <laughs> or or as, a, as, a, as a question, Alan is behind you? Used in, of course, in very niche circumstances where you've kind of got this slightly predatory husband called Alan, but maybe that's a... Am I far off the mark? I think you're not too close to the mark and there's no way you're going to get it. But I think that this one is just hilarious because so many posts end with this and it stands for, am I being unreasonable? <laughs> and what I love is that you get so many posts where it will be in this script where I say, walked into home, DH was slouching on the sofa, DS was up in his room video gaming, DD was playing around in her room but refusing to come down and talk to me and I just thought what the hell's going on AIBU and then then you'll get all of these people replying going don't worry Sarah you're not being unreasonable I have the same problems at my home like you know my husband's a total slob and it goes on and on and on and so AIBU comes along with its its other acronyms which are which are the following YABU YABU 
Y-A-N-B-U. Got it. I mean, it doesn't take a genius. Yeah. To, yeah, you, you, you are being unreasonable, Sharon. It's, uh, yeah, it, you know, and you are yeah. not being unreasonable. So someone might yeah. just reply with just Yanbu, Sarah, Yanbu. Or <laughs> the other one, which I love just because of the way that it sounds, is Yabos, uh, which is Y-A-B-O-S, which is you are being overly sensitive. Wow. I'll just do a couple more. We've got S-W-I and S-W-O-I. And again, context here might be me and my DH are looking to have a child. Therefore, we are SWI. Well, I mean, okay, so we are we are sleeping with intent. Yeah, actually pretty good. Yeah. So um, on mum's net, they are a little bit nausea with their vocab. So it's oh. actually shagging with intent. So you might say oh. me and my partner, Stephen, are hashtag SWI. Or the other one, S-W-O-I, of course, shagging without intent. Yeah, I mean, to me, S-W-I could easily be, we are soon with infection. Oh, or sort of hopefully soon with infant, maybe. <laughs> that also works. <laughs> That's very biblical, actually, isn't it? And Mary found herself with child. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's like, why at that point do you drop the article, yeah. you know? We've been, we've been managing with the definite article for... A, for a long time, the indefinite article. Yeah, it, it does sound more sophisticated, though. And lo, Mary found herself with child. And let's not go into that, but it is amazing that, you know, Mary didn't actually have to SWI or SWOI to end up with child, if you get my drift. Not at all, not at all. The Immaculate Conception. Indeed, the IC. <laughs> um, you probably don't see that much on mums now. It's like, yeah, it was great. Had had my first child by IC. <laughs> It's like, well, what, what's, what's your secret, Sharon? How did you... Uh, I mean, I know IVF, but I've never heard of IC. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> Very trendy. All, all the vegans are doing it. So this is a good, a good time, I think, to, to move on to my discoveries on, on the website because Mumsnet is not just a forum. It is a place where you can also access lots of resources and lots of kind of information about the world of parenthood. And I found the Mumsnet random name gem- generator. And I was thinking that's perfect, you know, obviously on the horizon for me is just going to, I'm popping out a kid in the next couple of years. I'm not, just to be very clear. But if I were, as a user of Mumsnet, what better resource than the random ne- name generator? Mm-hmm. So, so I, I go for a girl's name. And, and, you know, the first one I get, sure, it's not a name that I've heard. Rucha, have you heard of that name? Rucha. Rucha. No. Yeah, R-U-C-H-A kombucha yeah i've not heard of rucha but i thought okay in- interesting yeah i i could uh, add that to my shortlist which is the option you have with these names mm. and i thought maybe I'll, I'll i'll have better luck with the the boys names and i i tap on the boys name and i get i get dom but just underneath dom for some inexplicable reason there's just the word gaylord <laughs> So I don't know what happened here, but Dom comes with a subtitle. The name comes with a subtitle, Gaylord. Surely that's a, that's a bit of trolling from Mumsnet, as in Meet the Fokker style, Gregory Gaylord Fokker. Do you think it's? But do you think it's maybe user-generated names which have slipped in the net? Maybe which, which are being included on, alongside Gaylord. Gaylord is a name, though. I mean, Gaylord. There are people called Gaylord exactly. in America. But of course, I actually really started thinking after generating a few of these random names. I it was a bit. I was a bit introspective. I thought, well, what do what do Mumsnet think of my name? Mm. And they've got a, a search function where you can kind of put in your name. So I did this uh, to find what you know the internet and what Mumsnet were saying about Laszlo. 
So firstly, <laughs> you can see how many people have shortlisted the name. I just mentioned there's a shortlist function. I'm glad to announce that two people have shortlisted the name Laszlo. <laughs> I just found it really annoying like that people hadn't shortlisted my name. Like, AIBU. <laughs> and, and, and just to continue on, on my name, not, not to sound too self-indulgent or anything, but uh, there's this rather funny um, little section at the bottom of your name page which, which tells you other names you might like based on your search. So it kind of says, like Laszlo, other names you might like. It's like the Amazon product recommendation page. Yes, you, know? yes. you enjoyed this book, therefore you might enjoy yes, that book. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You liked this name. Have you tried for your second child? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I wasn't too thrilled because it says, like Laszlo, other names you might like. Kenva, Bamba, <laughs> Langston. <laughs> but hang on. Bobadino, Ch- Chazza, and Farian. Those were the six it, it gave like me. Sounds like a Game of Thrones and, and episode. <laughs> it sounds like a Game of Thrones spin-off set in kind of yes. 90s Detroit. Laszlo, got... Tyrion, Chazza, Tharius. <laughs> yeah, Kenva, Bobadino, Farian. So then on the other side, it's, it's kind enough to also suggest girls' names. And I've got... Terrine. Mm. So think of Terrine with a P. Anacita. Carlene. And my personal favourite, Hedwig. I just love it how the Mumsnet algorithm has clearly tagged me as being a bit of a kind of kooky weirdo who's clearly, clearly uh, happy to get down in in calling their child either Bobadino or Hedwig. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I think back to the content that I was looking through, I found a couple of rather interesting posts that I wanted to share. So the posts on Mumsnet, to give you a little bit of a flavor, range from medical advice to relationship advice to straightforward parenting advice to all sorts of different things. But I found the following, which I thought was quite amusing. And this was posted at 11.56 uh, in 2017 by somebody called Fuchsia2000. And she has just said, DS speech dash, he's dropping his T's and he's sounding pretty rough, crying emoji. <laughs> so just to recap, DS is, of course, Darling Sun. We're now down with the lingo. So Darling Sun's speech, he's dropping his T's and he's sounding rough. And so <laughs> she's given a bit more context going, Darling son, 15, doesn't sound like us anymore. He listens to lots of YouTube football chat videos, I think, and he's dropping his T's everywhere, using some pretty rough slang. What would you do? Constantly nagging him just feels awful and is exhausting. But I love the idea that this poor poor boy is up in his room trying to sort of fit in online, fitting in with his new friends who all sound different to him. And he goes downstairs for dinner and and he says, oh, look, mum, can you uh, pass the water, yeah? And she goes, look, Daniel, we didn't bloody well christen you Daniel for you to say things like water. Well, more like we didn't christen you Anthony, which has got a very prominent T in the middle for you to start dropping, <laughs> dropping them left, right. What? I'm called, look, I'm called Anthony, mum. <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it. And so, and so, of course, poor, poor Fuchsia 2000 um, has posted this. And yeah. quite rightly, I think she's then received quite a lot of negative feedback of people saying come on yes. fuchsia that's that's quite snobbish and your poor son is probably just fitting in with all of his friends who, who don't sound like you 
I also love how she's literally chosen a username which probably 90% of people can't pronounce anyway. Exactly. And regardless exactly. of where you're from, you know, fuchsia is a very tricky word to spell as well. I don't yeah. know if, if, uh, if our, our live listeners want to try and just get a scrap of paper and try and spell out fuchsia, it's not easy. But um, but so fuchsia has, has posted this and has got a lot of uh, comments saying what a snob she is. But one one person has shared her pain and has gone, gosh, this is a bugbear of mine too, fuchsia. One of my darling daughters leaves out whole words. She'll say things like, I'm going blue water. They both used to speak so nicely. And you just think about these poor daughters. Again, just get home after a long day at school, sit down at the table. Yeah, mum, I'm actually going blue water. And then, yeah. Going blue water sounds like, you know, some tropical disease that was rife in the 1800s. Like, <laughs> oh gosh, did, did you hear? Yes, Cap- Captain Mason. He went blue water when when on yeah. on his trip to the tropics. <laughs> although, as although as we know, leaving out whole words is actually a rather biblical and quite clever thing to do. So Mary was with child. Uh, Mary wouldn't have gone yes. to the blue water. She would have gone blue water probably. I'm going Bethlehem. Anyone <laughs> want to join? Going be- heard they got good stables down there. Yeah, going down. No, no. So she was going down Bethlehem. I'm going Bethlehem. And I've heard they've got great hotels there. Well, not on Christmas Eve, mate. Not on Christmas yeah. Eve. Of course, it's going to be <laughs> yeah, booked up. Not on Christmas Eve because they're already <laughs> celebrating, already celebrating this holiday. Yeah. She could have, she could have done with Mum's net. Mum's net would have set her straight. Yeah. It's like, I just, like, I just arrived in Bethlehem and I couldn't find a place to stay. Like A I B U. Yeah. Well, I think, like, she, I think she would have been slightly confused. She would have gone onto Mum's net, going, guys, um, I've never slept with the old husband. He's a carpenter, but we don't, we don't. <laughs> do it much and uh suddenly i am i am with child <laughs> but we move on to another post which was from someone called feline flutter who posted this just late last year and it's just entitled david attenborough and it says do we find david attenborough's nature programs a bit too distressing for children to watch Okay, so there's a little flamingo with salt stuck to his legs, and so he's unable to keep up with his or her peers in search of water. Darling son is asking me, did he bloody make it? Penguin's there being bopped around like a volleyball, and his little face is in the killer whale's mouth. Luckily, darling son didn't watch that episode and probably won't watch the rest of the series. I get this is life, but surely they could skip the gruesome bits. I mean, we all know animals eat other animals, but I don't want to see the insides of an abattoir for entertainment either, do I? <laughs> <laughs> that is just a great piece of writing. I mean, it's actually quite quite poetic in its description. I love how specific it is. A flamingo got stuck to the ground by salt on its yeah, legs. Yeah, and he's like, couldn't couldn't keep up with his or her peers. <laughs> and then and then the son's like, mummy, mummy, did he make it? No, he didn't, mate. He's stuck no, to the sand didn't. and he's been eaten by a vulture. <laughs> and then yeah, the penguin getting bashed around like a volleyball. Um, it is true, though, you know, that there's probably a fair point there because David Attenborough, of course, national treasure. Um, that actually reminds me of when David Attenborough was once on the BBC. And you know how they put like the person's title on the BBC. So it might say something like Laszlo, aspiring podcast pr- producer um, for David Attenborough. It just said David Attenborough, national treasure, which I thought was, was pretty <laughs> valid. But he does he does have a, uh, a rather um cinematic way of explaining all this sort of stuff you can you can see it now it's like well this young flamingo is rushing across the salt marshes but one young fellow has been left behind and the kid's just there just like mommy mommy it's like the rest of the flamingos will have to leave him be 
the vultures circle above. And then for the killer whale, maybe, what do we think? This emperor penguin thought he'd hop out for a little snack. Because they always like to anamorphize it. So you, what, <laughs> is it an- anthropomorphize it? Yeah, where you think it's a human. And, and, and for, for any mothers watching with their children and their young ones, <laughs> I would like to say that you are being unreasonable. <laughs> or he'd just go... Yanbu. <laughs> for any young mothers listening to this episode... Spoiler alert, he doesn't fucking make it. <laughs> or, it's called nature, you ignorant fuckers. <laughs> he would never say that. He's too nice. And actually, the funny thing is that when you watch these nature documentaries, I would say that there's never the feeling that you're watching this kind of, you know, the brutality of nature in cinema. I think it's very just objectively portrayed and you, ne- you actually never see the, the real moment mm. that the animals are ripped apart. I think it's always quite clever to, to show to show almost as though the penguin is just going for a nice little swim inside the shark's mouth. Kind of like, <laughs> mummy, mummy, where did the uh, where did the penguin go? Um, darling, he's just uh, DS. He's just um, he's just going for a little swim into the into the whale's stomach like Jonah. <laughs> this is nature, red in tooth and claw. An amazing spectacle. Well, what I thought we could do this week is introduce a new little segment to our show. As some people may know, podcasts often have segments, and we are always trying to keep up with you know, the modern trends. Absolutely. So, so absolutely. Uh, earth calling. Uh, earth renewing <laughs> on the pulse. Dee do, dee do. That's not a pulse. It's a, one of those... Blood monitor machines. Okay, so this segment I thought we could call Laszlo's Listicles. And the, the, the idea is very simple. I found a listicle on Mumsnet, and in the future it can be on any platform we are perusing. What's a listicle? It's a list. Okay. It sounds like a list. It sounds like a list that's been dropped in an ice cave. It's a, it's a frozen um, list that can be enjoyed with, uh, you know, some chocolate sprinkles on top. It's also, actually, it was... It was coined by BuzzFeed, and it's those web pages oh, God, which very yeah. simply list like the top ten yes. places to go in your lifetime, top eight things on my bucket list, that kind of stuff. The top ten so, hangovers we've all had. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah That's a listicle. Yeah. Got it. Item number three, the one where you yeah break up with your partner and. Uh, yeah. mm. So what I thought we could do is, I'm going to give you the name of this this listicle, what the premise is, and I want you to. You've got three goes. To try and guess an item which is in the top five of this listicle, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a tricky challenge, I won't lie. The, the, the listicle is as follows. 17 great gifts new moms will love. Oh my god. Recommended, oh my god, recommended by those who've been there. So I think by that they mean by, by mothers. It's not... I bet it has a, a little clickbaity thing under it going... Number eight really got to me. It's like, oh my god, okay. yeah, I, <laughs> I'll actually, have to read I, it I'm now. I'm quite relieved that Mumsnet, Mumsnet is less sensationalist than this, and it's just got a picture of a woman who actually looks like she's about to breastfeed. So it's kind of quite weirdly, um, yeah, mm. I don't know, legit. Okay, you got to do it. Uh, <laughs> got to be done, and that's okay as well. Yeah, I don't want to fall either side of the fence because it's a big debate. Anyway, <laughs> Ed, I want you to have your first guess as to what item you mm. should buy a new mother that they will love. Uh, oh, gosh. So I'm thinking 
you know and just to help you out quickly mm. it, it's not a very specific item it kind of can be a wide category of items right so, okay so in my head i've got yeah. you know push chairs i've got little baby shoes i've got uh nappies i've got milk formula i've got small gloves okay. i don't know why my baby is okay. sort of we- <laughs> wearing <laughs> gloves your baby's very you've got a very pampered baby well pampers good brand <laughs> yeah. um what else yeah, maybe true, true. maybe earplugs sort of some luxury uh-huh. noise cancelling airpods okay to well i was going to say to drown out the crying but that sounds a bit harsh so maybe to just get some peace and quiet um to let what well, to listen to some podcasts <laughs> yes indeed yes uh you know playing earth calling to your newborn will increase its iq by an average of eight points as confirmed in a university study with we partnered with the University of uh, Antwerp. Thank you very much for sponsoring this episode, University of Antwerp. Very kind of you. We, we always just seamlessly drop those sponsors in. It's just nobody knows. Like, oh, yeah. No, I know, I know, I know. It's like when you don't realise that you know, there's a can of Coke on the Game of Thrones set. Yeah, the whole thing's been sponsored by Mumsnet, of course. Yeah. Psych. Oh, yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> so I do want to just help guide you slightly before your first guess and, and read you the, the sub blurb which is um, there are very few things more overwhelming than the first hours, days, weeks after a new baby is born. Make life a little easier for any expecting mums out there with our guide to the best gifts for new mums. What a new mother really wants is a happy, healthy baby and a good night's sleep. But since that's not something you can buy online, here's our roundup of the best gift ideas for new mums recommended by those of us Mm. who've been there before. Mm So I, I would veer away slightly from the kind of like, you know, practical stuff, which, by the way, any new mum should have, I think, a stroller, for example. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. So how about a, a luxury goose down pillow for lumbar support when lying in bed and sort of recovering? Is that more, is that warmer? I like it. It's not on the list. It's not on the list. But it, this, the most similar one on the list, which I will reveal is number 10, is something that I originally read as being Muslim clothes, but it's actually Muslim Muslin, cloth. yes. Muslim cloths, yeah. So, swaddling yeah. clothes, wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Yeah, Jesus was already repping that in zero, the year zero. Yeah, yeah. of course, in, if, you, if you are in Lebanon or Syria, you, Muslim clothes would also be a good thing mm-hmm. to, to buy mm-hmm. your, a new mother. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so so not a down pillow, although I think that's a great gift idea. How about um, a... By the way, that's one out of three guesses done. Okay, how about a soothing uh, facial mask, which is filled with beautiful gel that you put in the fridge, and then you wear it, and it's, you know, you can wake up feeling refreshed, you're not puffy, and you're just loving life. You're very close. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a half point because, actually, I'm not gonna give you a half point actually, but it is close to one of the things on the list which I will reveal and just knock it off. Which is is it like a soothing balm that goes over some body part that's like you know? Good. I, I will now award you a a half point because there are three of these items which relate to creams. Mm. One of them is a hand cream. The other one is a stretch mark cream. Yep. Of course, stretch marks happen during the pregnancy. Um, <laughs> I love it how that's as expert as I can sound <laughs> on this. Uh, of course, uh, stretch marks do happen during the pregnancy. Um, and number eight is uh, actually a nipple cream. So this is apparently a godsend in the early weeks. And for a first time mum, it might not have made the pre-baby shopping list. But so, OK, so, you know, you get a half point for that. But let's see if you can wangle yourself a full point. OK, uh, well, I'll just caveat this one. Are there any 
sort of edible food or drink related items on here or is it all strictly products that's a yes okay there are some okay so i would say if i was uh, a mother of a newborn i would be looking for very sort of soul food you know heartwarming comforting comfort food maybe mm, i was going to suggest some sort of you know champagne truffles but you can't be drinking whilst you've got uh, breastfeeding probably otherwise the baby's gonna get drunk so uh, i would suggest something chocolate based and i'm not talking like a i'm not talking like a really dark chocolate because i think that's also a bit uh, a bit out there so just a high quality lindor milk chocolate truffle that is quite remarkable really? that is quite no. remarkable yes. and i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a, 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 a an a star for your performance yes! on this first laszlo's listicles let's get it trending because the very first item on this list is is called fancy sweets and treats and the first thing it suggests under that is lindor milk chocolate truffles 10 pounds from amazon ah! <laughs> So oh, yes. I have to say that, that the first amazing. round of Laszlo's listicles has been uh, triumphantly won. Oh, I can't believe that. Yes. Yes. Uh, if you're interested, I'll just go through a couple of the random other ones that you could have bought. A posh ready meal. Mm-hmm. A posh M&S ready meal. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a nice mm-hmm. one. Lasagna, um, probably. Bath salts. Bath yeah. salts. Oh, I should classic. have got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. And then um, a portable nightlight. Yeah. Surpri- surprisingly useful for late night breastfeeding, apparently. Mm-hmm. And number 15, very, very uh, apt for us, a TV, film, or audiobook subscription, read, podcast. Well, no problem. Uh, subscription. Yeah. yeah, no problemo. Yeah, to all the, if anybody's got any expectant mothers in their friendship groups, just sling them yes. a link. Yeah. Drown out, drown out the wailing child with earth calling. Mm. Although you need to hear your child wailing. You do, so don't you drown do, you them need out. to. Yeah. It's an important part of it. They wail, you, you uh, flail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's a saying. They wail, you you feed. So that's it. Well done. A, a, a triumphant first round. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed that. Look forward to next time. Well, I think that's about all we've got time for this week. We hope you've had fun. We certainly have. As ever, please do subscribe. Give us a rating if you listen on Apple Podcasts and give us a follow if you're on Spotify. And do please swing on by our Instagram page at earth underscore calling underscore pod for bonus clips and content. Yes, and join us next week as we tread onwards through the world of online content to investigate the platform that has seen an enormous COVID boom, Zoom. Ah, boom and zoom. Make sure you're on mute. Oh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) See you then. Earth out.